Blossom finally announced today. Wu-Tang and Nas are coming officially September 7th. Oh, all right. That'd be fucking awesome. You going to be working that show or you not doing I, Blossom anymore? No, I absolutely will. Do you go back and forth? I'm going back to Blossom this summer because it's so insanely much closer. It just oh, that's makes true. a lot more sense to go there instead of driving all the way up to Cleveland all summer long. Yeah. Plus, they let me wear shorts there. So, I mean, that's a easy deciding factor. They don't let you wear shorts at House of Blues? No. Fucking fascist. I know, right? Wonder if you can wear shorts at House of Soul. I mean, you don't have to have sleeves, so I would assume you don't have to cover your legs. Yeah, they, yeah that makes sense to me. But it's, like, different, though, because, like, the leg, they don't want to see, like, half your leg, right? But, like, it's okay to have half your arm showing. Anyway, yeah, I, it's worth it to wear pants to, to watch Johnny Domino saxophone sensation. I, I'm sure they probably have a dress code because they're, like, a hip, cool sax bar. Jazz club, that's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want a bunch of cunts wearing shorts in my jazz bar. No. God, no. Got some of my... uh clothes in the mail from china recently and i had like i i have a bunch of shorts that like i got from australia that are like those volley shorts that are like like awesome so much thigh i'm showing it's great man wait they're you said they're volley shorts yeah like volleyball like you wear them on the beach and shit to play volleyball i guess yeah that's what they're called you picked up sand volleyball while you were there and really Shredded your way through the Australian uh, Summer League. I picked up sand volleyball shorts while cool. I was there. Brought them back, and then I finally got them from China. That once I'm reunited with my volley shorts, it's pretty good, man. About I'm time. excited for the summer, but it's fucking snowing today. It's bullshit. Just want to wear shorts. I mean, you can still wear shorts. Don't be a pussy. And then I'll be cold. No, I wear shorts all winter long. Until it's too cold. You just go quickly from your vehicle to wherever your destination is, and then you go back to your vehicle where you have the heat blasting. Yeah, I guess it's foolproof. When I first, so like when I went to China at first, I came from Thailand, so I didn't like pack any uh, hoodies or anything because Thailand's hot as fuck all the time, and the and so I didn't have a hoodie until like well into the winter in China. And just the one, like the first winter there, it's just, I got out of the taxi one time. It's like, I need to go to the nearest place that sells hoodies immediately. And it's an emergency, like, fuck whatever I'm here to do. I have to buy a hoodie immediately. So it's just too fucking cold. I missed most of that story because you cut out. Oh, well, it was a great story. I'll, I'll listen to it on the, uh, the yeah. episode drops. Yeah. All right. I'm sure it was riveting. It was. All right, speaking of riveting, you ready to get this train on the tracks? Boy, howdy.
wait, no. Fuck that. Welcome to Night Talk, Episode 2. Night Talk, Episode 2. We're talking about the Nightman today. Episode 2 of the Nightman. The world's only uh, Nightman watch-along podcast here. Yeah. I hope we're the only ones. I should check that. I I hope there's a DC TV (laughs) show dedicated to that as well. Like stay in your lane. Yeah, fuck you, Andy. Come on. Yeah. Let us have this uh, one, goddamn it. See, the the problem with the name Nightman is that it's not very searchable at all. Like, first of all, you have the it's always sunny thing. That you know, the the nightman cometh. So that's gonna get in there. And just the word night and man, like with the space, is just you get so many things like uh man sky at night, manslaughter, uh the night manager manifest it you just have all these things that have man in it that have nothing to do with nightman so this is the problem with this show so hopefully you know this one will be up on top night talk right the nightman podcast man yes. cave movie night Ooh. see it's just not searchable that sounds fun i might watch that by the orange boys oh shit listen to the orange boys why are you giving away free plugs to the whoever the orange boys are They'll they'll pay later. Okay, they better. Ah, oh, there's a podcast called Night Talk. What the fuck? Talking about my experience. Oh, 2021, it seemed to end it. And it was called Junior Year Sucks Ass High School. What are these titles? Wait, what? What are these descriptions? I don't know. Snippet, a quick trailer. It's 11 second episode. Why the fuck? There's only Why? four episodes. Why didn't we know. put out a trailer episode for we our We should, awful yeah, podcast. just like two seconds. Just, like, yeah, it's coming on Friday. So dumb. All right, anyway, The Nightman. Dude. Episode two. Venom. You just start, start dropping midweek trailers for the upcoming week's podcast episodes. Yeah, that'd be, I'm sure everyone will love that. That's the thing people really need to motivate them to yeah. listen to this. Right. And X-Files slash The Crow. Okay, there's our long-ass intro. All right, what are we... What do you want to talk about first? Nightman? Probably Nightman. That's why people are here. That is the thing people tune in to Night Talk for. Night Talk! I didn't get around to adding the sax. I just... I, I listened to so many saxophone tracks on that media subscription thing that I use for work. And I cannot find one that suited me for this. So I got to keep going. But anyway, this Night Talk. intro again. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, just play that over it. All right. What'd you think about Nightman episode two? This was everything I wanted from a Nightman television show. Yeah. Even more so than the trailer episode last week, Pilot Part 1. Pilot Part 2 really brought the thunder. We're finally seeing the Nightman suited up. We get to see like the same suit up sequence twice because it was so good. Yeah. They'd like use the exact same thing again. I mean, in case you missed it earlier while you were running to grab some popcorn for your viewing, I had to replay it again because it's that important and vital to the story. Got to see the suit up. Yeah. They didn't, you couldn't rewind back then when this came out. No, there was no DVRing. I also, speaking of, what happened last time i like the narrator at the beginning that, like talking about what happened next time that guy has a great voice yeah yeah that made it sound <laughs> so fucking important i know 
and they showed all the highlights from the last episode, like him kicking the gun out of the passenger win- window. They really like that. That scene. is the greatest scene in any show's <laughs> history. They have to replay that in every recap. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. They also use that falling effect that they use from the first episode oh, a lot. It was it was a thousand times worse this time. <laughs> it really was because they kept doing it like for everything. And they they misjudged the timing of it like so fucking poorly too. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> I love that. It's like, all right, we, we we know we figured out the falling technology, so just make everything falling. Shrink layer. Green screen shrink layer. Awesome. We also get to see Johnny Domino's car. Yeah, we this, do. I haven't that, that, that jazz too. car. All right, what what do you have to say about this awesome this jazz fucking car? Fucking awesome purple convertible weird like the tires look like they're like extended outward from like a normal typical car i don't know what the fuck kind of car it is i don't know shit about like vehicle makes and models and stuff and what's probably like a pt cruiser yeah this was 97 what was a cool convertible car back then i think pt cruisers awesome that's what it is then it's a purple one which makes it even cooler it's badass so fucking badass it's exactly what you would expect from a professional rising through the ranks, soon to be megastar saxophone player to drive. I, I only wish that he puts his saxophone in the passenger seat and like buckles it, it up. Buckles and it, shit. it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or else had a sweet decal of like flames coming throughout from the uh I don't know the parts of saxophones from whatever that opening part is. Sound hole? Yes. The sound hole of the I saxophone guess. just blowing hot fire. Fuck yeah. So that was cool. I like that car a lot. I'm glad he's driving a car like that. It's exactly what I want. Because it's like, a lot. you know, you have Batman with the Batmobile, right? This is kind of approaching that. It's better than the Batmobile for sure. I mean, it'd be the Saxmobile if only he had the decal. That's true, yeah. We also like see more of the villains, which is just like a legion of foreign people so like you know they're a bad guy when they have like an accent which is hilarious the only foreign people in the show it's 100 percent of the foreign people in the show are bad guys and there's a lot of foreign people in the show yeah so we have like we have like a russian lady we have a, a chinese man we have a muslim man and uh fun note the muslim man is actually played by actor brian george who's in all kinds of shit from like Ghost World, he was in that awful Dane Cook movie, Employee of the Month. Oh, um, great movie. He plays he plays the voice of Alfred in like all the new Batman movies, like the one with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Legos shit, and the killing joke. So shout out to that guy for his earlier work in nineteen ninety seven on this show. Yeah, it's fun fuck to yeah. see. I fell asleep it's last night watching the killing joke, so that was nice to see him. Well, it's not as good as Nightman. No. Boring ass fucking This is clearly Batman. the highlight of his career, but it's all been yeah, downhill right. from here. From there. That's true, yeah. This is his peak. Yeah. So I, I like that. And I like how um, Johnny is like, he steals this neutrino gun or whatever the fuck he has and just immediately murders the shit out of this <laughs> Chinese guy's henchman. Just like cold-blooded, just not, not even... He is. <laughs> he's like american psycho just like no emotions at all about it he just murders the fuck out of them just melts them into nothing like their clothes and the pile of goo 
with the henchmen. Johnny Domino is so cool. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> he's supposed to be the hero. <laughs> he's, he's like scary as fuck and just like murdering people. It's awesome. Oh, and this this Chinese dude also has um, diplomatic immunity, which he mentions, which I don't really know what that entails. But apparently, if you have diplomatic immunity, you could just like smuggle guns and drugs and um, just murder people. Yeah, and can, it's no you big can do deal. whatever the fuck you want. And as long as uh, your home country doesn't like revoke it, you're untouchable. You can do whatever you choose. What's the point of that? I don't understand that. I don't know why people get it. Like, uh, they're supposed to be in another country doing some kind of good for their, their home country, like negotiating deals and shit. But all the time on SVU, there's always like some kind of rapist who always gets away because they have diplomatic immunity until the last like 10 minutes of the show when it gets revoked. And then they arrest them like at the airport. Shit. Super dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> so I have to wait for him to get to the airport to arrest him is that what they're saying is that how does it, this work I don't it understand looks cooler how if you works. do it that way because then it's like oh they okay. thought they were getting away with it and then you're like tough luck asshole take him away boys I mean I guess I just really don't understand the point of having it in the first place because like if you get diplomatic immunity there's a 100% chance you're raping murdering stealing smuggling oh it doesn't yeah, it doesn't matter drugs, how great like of a person you are or how decent yeah. you are, you immediately become the villain of every story. Yeah. So anyway, that's cool. Like the cops came and they're like, what are you doing? Smuggling drugs? It's like, no, but even if I was smuggling drugs, I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> or no, weapons or no, whatever the fuck he's Smuggling doing. weapons. Yeah. Check him weapons. for that CD-ROM disc. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, I wrote that down. He asked, He so the cop... Uh, gets to this um, diplomat from China, I guess. And he was, um, he asked him, do you have any CD-ROMs or compact discs? So but those are the same thing, first of all. And then I, it's just funny. It just dates it a lot. Very heavily. Yeah. So, so like, does, is he smuggling like what's popular in the nineties, like M&M CDs or something or what? He's lime-wiring the shit out of all his music to take back to his home country with him. He has diplomatic immunity, so he can pirate everything he wants. Oh, yeah, shit. You can really just do that and get away with it without diplomatic immunity. I mean... So I've heard. Allegedly. Yeah, right. You still do that to this day. Well, diplomatic immunity. Oh, yeah, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good answer for everything like just oh yeah I'm, I'm doing that he said he had credentials but it was just like his ID so like do you have to carry around like a special version of a passport or something that states you have it I mean I would anyway if I had diplomatic immunity just to like make the cop look like a total cunt so I could like shove it in the cop's face when they catch me like raping and murdering mid, and yeah mid murder and driving yeah as you hack off like half a limb from someone <laughs> yeah i'm like mid saw like up oh, sorry <laughs> officer fuck you <laughs> just keep walking dick you could just shoot community. him in the face then right like just shoot the cop in the face and you're good oh i would absolutely just open fire yeah diplomatic community is really cool like why isn't this a thing that i see more often in 
movies and TV. It seems awesome. I need to figure out how to get this. I'm going to start traveling abroad. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Next time I'm abroad, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get that. I need it. Oh, um, and then the other villain, this Russian lady is, is like an awesome villain. She has like, they go to her house and in this house, she has like trap doors to snake pits and like, and secret <laughs> yeah. exits and shit. Like, like pulling books to like open the bookshelf. It's awesome. This fucking villain house is amazing. I miss those. That's, too. that's how you know. That's how you know that she's the, the bad guys because she has snake pit trap doors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, like snakes. Like, do you have to feed all the, it's so impractical. Just use like spikes or something like, like Mortal Kombat. What the fuck? Serious, yeah, seriously. Why the fuck would you not just do that? Yeah, yeah. There's so many other things you could do, like instead of like or a, a trapdoor full of pets that you have to care for and should take care of. Yeah, you have to like hire a snake guy to like deal with all that. Like, think of the mice. Think of the you haven't thought of the smell. This rotting oh, mice, yeah, inside the snakes. Well, yeah, they're not really rotting. Well. It, they do. They rot in. It, they rot like inside the snake, and it stinks. Oh, I yeah. don't know how snake eating works. Yeah, it's gross. That lady also introduced, uh, besides the what was the the the, the neutrino melting gun. Besides yeah. that, she also introduced this. Uh, it's like a a hologram cyborg tarantula. It's a fake oh, spider. Right. She explains. <laughs> It's just like a, a fake spider, but we clearly see it. But the only thing that's real on it is the fucking poison. And, like, she unleashes it on this one guy in this big, like, meeting of where all the uh, arms dealer guys are there just to bid on shit. And then at the very end of the episode, she breaks into Johnny Domino's apartment. And she's sitting there waiting for him all seductively with a handgun ready to shoot him in the face the second he walks into the bedroom with uh, champagne for her, and then somehow the box with the spider opens up on its own, and the spider just comes out and bites her and kills her off instantly. I was I was extremely confused at this twist. Like, how did we get here? Like, that why, didn't make any sense to me. Why was the spider box even in Johnny Domino's place? How did it open up randomly? Like, like she sh- must have it was hers. It. So why would she yeah. have set it up if she had a gun there ready to shoot him? Unless whoever she know. sold it to, like maybe she sold it to the Chinese man because he he bought something at the very end before he left, and maybe he planted it in Johnny Domino's place. Like I don't understand how the fuck this backfires on her if it's her weapon to use. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It was strange that she was in Johnny Domino's apartment. And well, I guess that part's not strange. Like Johnny Domino, right? Everyone knows Johnny Domino. She wants to like, she wants to like bang him. Obviously he's in the book. He is in the book. Yeah. So it's easy to find him. So I get that part, but yeah, just like, what was her plan there? Like hopefully in the next episode, they get more into that. Cause that was a, that was a bit strange. Like her, she just tried two things and. Maybe she's like, or something. Maybe she's not a great uh, gunfighter, and she doesn't have the best of aim. And she maybe she's oh, been drinking like a, a little bit of that champagne already, so she's a little bit tipsy. So in case True. she misses his face with her gunshot, the spider's just there as a backup, you know, a failsafe. 
that could be it. Yeah. I love that spider. That's so fucking convoluted and hilarious. It's like, Such oh, a look ridiculous at the idea. What? So it's not a real spider. Like, Can we just like press it, a button? It's, it's clearly a real spider that like is crawling on this guy's face when she's showcasing it, and he's freaking out. And then she's like, no, no, it's a fake spider. Don't worry. Except the poison's real. And they're like, oh, shit, what? You could just deploy this fake spider at will. And it'll crawl to just whoever, I guess. So, <laughs> like, why does it have to be a spider, though? Like, like can't you just make it like a blow a dart. dart or something? Like, yeah, I don't know. Dumb. It's it awesome. seems like you're spending a lot of money on, like, the cosmetics of making it look like a spider. Because you to, like, then you can't get charged with murder it. because it was a random rogue spider taking going into business for itself. It can't be traced back to you or your company. That's it's the perfect crime, except for when it accidentally bites you instead of the target. Yeah, it's <laughs> still working out the kinks with this weapon. It's a work in progress. All right, on humans. Yeah, they had to test that neutrino gun or whatever too. That gun was ridiculous. It just melts them into like a pile of slime. <laughs> like, but the clothes, it didn't melt the clothes though. It just melts the person yeah, inside. Yeah, clothes, the clothes completely like, fine. Themselves. It's just your body is yeah. melted. It's a selling point. Like, you're killing diplomats and shit that wear nice clothes. You want to save the yeah, suit. Yeah, you could steal their suit afterwards. Yeah. You're so, yeah, smart. Well, anyway, yeah, this, the show is still. Still going hard. I love this show. All right, what else do you have about um, this? So I have a couple notes here still. So All right. throughout the flying scenes when Nightman is flying around in his suit, his suit makes a weird <laughs> yeah. humming flying noise. Like, I don't know if that's because, like, it's supposed to let you know that he's flying as, like, they're assuming you're a dumb audience member. Or if it's, like, because, <laughs> like... Wouldn't you want your flying suit to be somewhat stealthy-ish so that you could, like, fly into areas where bad guys are and they don't immediately hear you coming from, like, ten blocks away? Like, this suit I makes mean, the yeah. weirdest, loudest, fucking annoying noise. I don't understand why that would be uh, the feature that they went with. They're just like, it's flying sounds, you fucking idiot. To the audience. Because because the green screen work is so bad in the background, they're like, you're supposed to think he's flying now. Like, they make it so clear that he's flying. Like, because the green screen work, his like, feet are so, like, flat, like he's standing and he's just, like, leaning forward a little bit, like Michael Jackson or something. Was it a Thriller when he does that, when he leans forward? I don't yeah. know what video it was, but he did that. So he's just doing that, but you can tell, like, he's clearly standing on something. And so, like, to make it clear to these flying, they play the stupid sounds and they have him like above the clouds in yeah, the city, he, which he is like super high. That's insane. That's he like higher than a, to the like moon a plane almost levels. at one time. Yeah. Because it's so like sluggish and like clumsy the way That's... he's like positioned. <laughs> and it's just like, how long did it take him to like get to that altitude? It must have taken forever. He's like moving so slow. That's that's my other note <laughs> about the uh, fallen. So. so... The Chinese okay. businessman and his goons, they throw the lounge singer from the Soul, uh, House of Soul, over the bridge. The same move they did in the first episode with the scientist guy. 
she starts Classic. falling. Johnny Domino flies into the top of the Golden Gate Bridge, kind of like Spider-Man-esque. And uh, very much like Spider-Man, and uh, I think it's Spider-Man 2 with Toby. No, it's Spider-Man 1, where yeah, like, Green, Goblin Green Goblin throws MJ yeah. off, and he has to go swing down and save her. Very similar to that is what they're going for here. Except, like, they throw the girl. She's already plummeting down, like, roughly maybe two feet away from, like, smacking into the water and, like, dying. And then Johnny Domino slowly, <laughs> meticulously, <laughs> like, starts descending ever so slightly, going, like, maybe 25 feet down every minute and a half. Like, there is no possible way that he would have made it in time to catch the girl and save her. And, like, I think it, well, it, seemed, like, it seemed like they realized that midway through because they just, like, re-looped the, the falling. <laughs> action from the green screen it looks like because she's magically just way up top now yeah i mean that's how it works it's comic book stuff you know it just loop around but then happens. then he catches her and instead of stopping the bad guys right then and there he flies her up to the moon before taking her home <laughs> yeah um just so high it was unnecessarily high. Like she would have passed out and died from being at that altitude. Yeah. Like, just like lack of oxygen. Yeah. He saved her life, but then just immediately death. kills her on his own. Like it made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last note here. So Johnny gets, so before he goes to save her, Johnny's just about to take the stage for his set at the uh, house of soul. And the one girl gets a, she, the, the mob guy like forces her to make a phone call to call Johnny Domino. And they're like, Oh, Johnny's just about to go on stage. I'm sorry. I can't connect you to him right now. And then she goes against the scientist friend guy, Roland. And he's like, Johnny, wait, it's a telephone call. Peggy told me to tell you that Karen is calling you right now. He's like, well, I'm about to go on play some jazz. It's like, yeah, but it's important. She says, he's like, okay. So he takes the call. And then he just bails. He gives hands over his uh, saxophone to Roland. He's like, here, watch this for me. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Johnny Domino goes <laughs> and saves her. And then, like, he comes back to the nightclub. I I don't know if it's supposed to be the same night or, like, nights later. But he goes on, takes the stage, and he finally gets to play his set. And then at the end of that, that producer girl, the Penny or whatever, she's like, hey, Johnny, that was a great set. And he's like, yeah, thanks. I blow sax. She's like, hey, did you play Sweet Storm twice in that set? And he's like, hey, have you ever heard of an encore? So, like, rising saxophone megastar Johnny fucking Domino, does he seriously only have, like, eight songs of his own currently? Is this, like, the beginning stages of his rise to superstardom? Like, how the fuck does he not have enough songs to fill one well, set? No, I think I think you have it wrong here because Johnny Domino didn't play that set. He took his remote control and hit the button and the, the hologram Johnny Domino did that so that he could go do Nightman stuff and people wouldn't suspect him. So that was like a that was a hologram playing his whole set. And I guess like he just, you know, ran out of memory so, on the hologram and had to like loop around and do another song. But just like, went back to the beginning. Does he not know what songs are on the preset? hologram set list like how did he fuck up and play the same song twice that still doesn't answer that like no 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 he's a megastar I think he should have a, a loop, catalog of right? like i don't know how long saxophone records take to make and like create 
I, I assume it's like you turn one out every like three and a half months. So like he should Let's have a catalog that. of like hundreds, if not thousands of fucking tracks he could be playing. We're we're talking um, 1997 here. This is hologram technology. It uses a shitload of memory. Like think of like 3D shit takes up so much memory. And there, he's probably using like a CD-ROM and putting that all that on there. Like those don't hold that much memory, you know? Like man, he had like a full set, you know, plus another song looped back at the beginning. You know, this loops around. There's only so much memory on that hologram device. That's the problem. I think this makes sense. Mm. Perfect. I sense. want I want every band that plays at any of my venues the rest of the year when they come back out for their encore instead of playing their hit. I want them to play whatever they open their set with again. Yeah, just do that. Just, See if anyone notices. That'd be fucking amazing. Uh, did you play Hammer Smashed Face twice? Did you come Fuck blood yeah. twice? Yeah. We did. I just like that song. We did have this girl the other night, this rapper who came through. She played this one song and then she immediately pulled up this girl because like the girl was doing it with her the entire time and like dancing all insanely perfectly. And then she replayed that song, but that was specifically just so that this girl could like take a moment to like dance in front of people for it. But I've never actually seen anyone play the same song twice unless they like fuck up part of it in the very early stages. I well, want that to happen from now on, though. That's why those people aren't Johnny Domino. Yeah. They can never reach the, his level of superstardom. All right. Great show. I'm going to look forward it's, to watching the next episode. It's even better now. It's it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing more Can't superhero stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. WGN. I looked it up. It is 97. I, I thought it was like early 90s. No. 1997 was the year this came out. Right. All right, you know what other show was airing in 1997? Oh, yeah. Moon Knight. Um, no, uh, X-Files. And The Crow, right? That was in the 90s sometime. Probably 1997. The, in the 90s, yeah. I don't know what years. Yeah. All right, X-Files and The Crow. My only note in the, on this is, uh, fuck the police. I, I kind of like how that how that cop died he like he's like bang if one cop is banging his partner lady cop and um they get in like a car accident and she's like oh yeah well right before that she's like oh yeah i'm leaving my husband finally and he's like all right now we can finally be together and then they get in a car crash and her last words are like oh i'm pregnant and then he gets shot in the face or something and then he becomes like the crow and um yeah he just fucks around for a little bit and then decides like oh i'm gonna leave now this was the, the worst. Of it, really, this was the worst choice of a crow. Yeah, character ever. Like this sucked. It's a fucking cop. Yeah, the bad guys. The Why the fuck are you letting him be the crow? It's supposed to root yeah, I mean, for the crow to died. do good and like get revenge and like take out scumbags, but you made the crow a scumbag cop. Like what the fuck? It's the adulterer yeah. cop. Like why is it? Why would we be rooting for him? First of all, he's a fucking cop. Automatically. Yeah. Awful. Secondly, like, come on. Adultery, that's a sin. Yeah. What was the point of having the X-Files guys there, too? Like, they, I, don't, they I don't see the point in this crossover. I, I don't even remember nothing. what they did. Like, they interacted once, and that was only when, like, 
The cop broke into their hotel room to save them from the guys who shot him in the face. Were the X-Files guys involved in some way in that crash? It was very confusing. They were, they were driving panels. on the highway at first. And then the, the guys in the black suits ran into the cop car while they were trying to chase down the X-Files van. Okay, I guess. Because the X-Files guys were like, hey, those cops just died, so we better get the fuck out of here so they didn't die and make it not worth it. Yeah, I like that. We better get the fuck out of this crime scene. <laughs> cool. They didn't have diplomatic <laughs> immunity there. so No, yeah, why. they need it. <laughs> but yeah, very, very short book and just nothing really happened. And So as a as a avid X-Files watcher, my one note on this was uh, the one guy from the newspaper crew, he mentioned something about Ghost Whisperer. Is that like a, a beloved known X-Files character monster or something? I don't remember anything about the X-Files. Oh, because he, he talks about talks about the Ghostbusters shared with him that thing about like the ghost being able to travel through time and shit. And then the next paragraph, he's like, oh, that reminds me of Ghost Whisperer. And I didn't know if that was a thing X-Files fans love. Probably. Cool, cool reference. Cool references, yeah. The cop sort of looked like Ramathorn from Super Troopers. That was kind of cool. In all yeah, my notes, did. I just kept calling him Ram. Cool. Yeah. Say car Ramrod. Ramrod. Yeah, right. And then at the very end, he just goes and dies next to the lady he was banging's grave. She was 33. I did that math. There oh. we go. I'm good at math. Good job. Thank you. This was so insanely quick. I know it just, just <laughs> like, nothing happened in it too. Like it was, it was not sad. It was not a satisfying crossover at all. It was a, a mild car chase that kills two cops. So good start. And then, yeah, I like that part. And then we just jump immediately to a hotel room, and then the bad guys show up to try to kill the like fucking magazine writers, and then the crow saves them. The end. Five stars. This was. It was so pointless. <laughs> Five stars. Must read though. Yeah. Easy enough. Then at the end they're like, okay, let's fuck off to the next crossover. I wonder which one's next. Transformers? I, I don't even know. Maybe. I saw in there they have um X Files slash um thirty days of night. Yeah, like, oh what yeah. What yeah. kind of crossover that is that? That was the other one I was thinking about going with last week. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why would that even? That's such a weird choice. That's not even like a super. Maybe that one's movie. an IDW book, so they had the rights maybe. to it. Maybe that could be it. Yeah, maybe that's it. All right. Yeah, because that one makes no sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. All right, so that is um, X Files: The Crow. I found no reviews on this one either. I'm starting to miss that review drop. I haven't found any reviews. I mean, that's. You can't search for X-Files slash whatever. You have to search for whatever the actual title of this little series is. It's like Continuum or something. Or Countdown. I don't fucking... Maybe. I didn't note it. Conspiracy Theory or something. That won't yeah, even yeah, help that might be narrow it. the search down. That's like trying to search Nightman, you know? There's just too much stuff. It's all right. Um, perhaps they are... Uh, the X-Files guys are driving to uh, Venom. 
town, right? <laughs> Might be. You never know. Truth is out there. You know who else died in front of the hotel? Yeah, Alan that's true. Better. Yeah. Venom. 2001. So this is uh, Venom. 21. Right, 2021. Sorry. 20 years off. But I mean, this this kind of just retreads a lot of the same ground, I guess. Like, none of this is really new, you know? You, it's just Venom it's doing something It's all the after wild. effect of Null the Edgelord. Yeah, but I feel like they're not... It just feels like they're in the same place as Null the Edgelord. Like, oh, actually, Venom is a super... Uh, cool powerful thing that's even more cool than you thought and they're just doing more of that Eddie Brock dies and then we follow Kid Venom around so that's the only plus wait you call that a plus <laughs> yeah kid <laughs> versions of heroes everyone loves that yeah legacy characters hooray <clears throat> yeah but yeah well I guess like Eddie Brock dies but he's just like he's stuck in time, time traveling stream. and fucking he becomes, best friend. End of time. he becomes best friends with Kang the Conqueror, though. That's kind of cool. That's fun, yeah. There's a Sleeper. I kind of remember Sleeper. Do you remember Sleeper? No. The Was cat? that in the Null shit? I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've seen this before, but I don't know from where. But anyway, there's a Venom cat, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's a really pretty black and yellow with red eye cat. Yeah, it's a very nice cat. Turns into an awesome looking symbiote. Right. And um, Venom just bonds with a dog to hang out with with Dylan. So he's just like this kid walking, kid Venom just walking around with like a dog and a cat, just like a homeless person on a train. Very strange. Yeah, riding the rails. Trains. Trains. That was the highlight of this book. (laughs) That was the highlight. Then we had cool new characters like Meridius and Bedlam. So badass and edgy. Fuck yeah. Meridius yeah. is the part I thought you were going to say was very much like Null the Edgelord. Well, it is, yeah. Because that part it's too. It's like a carbon copy, basically. Yeah, it's just like another final boss type thing. He sets into motion this giant, elaborate fucking ruse, all for the sole purpose of eventually, like, claiming Venom for himself. And he keeps traveling back into time to set this thing with Dylan going to a hotel so that Eddie Brock will get blown up and Dylan will eventually bond with the symbiote all into motion. And that's what we keep reading and seeing it play out. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Just some other weird nonsense Venom story. And I I liked it better when Venom was just like doing whatever the fuck with Spider-Man. That was more fun. He was cooler that way. Now it's like this. There's just too much. Like this one starts out with Eddie Brock and his team of like, it's like yeah. a SWAT team of just Venom symbiotes. And they're like infiltrating some space pirates who are like, or space smugglers who are stealing medicine that some universe needs. And I don't fucking know. It's so dumb. They all do look like yeah. Spider-Man though, when he's in the black symbiote himself. So that was that was almost fun, right? Almost. Hooray. Why does Venom give a shit about medicine for space people? He shouldn't because care about this. Because all the edgelord made all the symbiotes look like they're bad things. 
And for whatever fucking lame as shit reason, Eddie Brock, the ex-criminal who uh, used to be a cannibal when Venom first took him over, he's oh, now cool. their king, and he's desperately trying to do all these monotonous little tiny-ass good deeds to sway the universe's opinions of the fucking symbiotes. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I thought Eddie Brock was just some asshole journalist. That's what he... I don't... Yeah, it's stupid. It is. All right, anything else about this? I, I don't have anything. Uh, yes. Venom, or Dylan Venom, starts rocking the... Uh, I don't know if I've been animating Venom this way a lot lately, but when Dylan Venom... Uh, becomes venom he he starts rocking those chains around his wrists and i don't know if that's just like a cool fashion purpose thing or if he's actually yeah, going to start using them as projectiles like spawn does oh he can do like scorpion stuff yeah that'd be cool and uh my one last note here at the end of volume two when he meets uh what's that lady's name archer lyle i like her little terminator 2 homage at the very end, the closing panel, she's like, I'm Archer Lyle. Come with me if you want to live to Dylan. That's fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. Cool stuff. A two out of five. I enjoyed none of this. Yeah, I, I used to really like Venom, and now, now I don't really like Venom. Because now he's I'm a irritated superhero, by Venom. and he's a good guy. Yeah, I don't like it. I want him to be a bad guy. Try to right the wrongs of Null the Edgelord. Yeah. Need to go back to Topher Grace. He had it right the whole time. Yeah, the real Venom. Yeah. All right, cool. What do you want to read next week, then? X-Men, The Trials of Magneto. Cool. It's going to be like a lawyer thing, like a crime. I hope uh, hope Daredevil's his lawyer courtroom drama yeah i hope so too and she hulks the prosecuting attorney yeah it's it's just svu but with magneto yeah i hope he didn't have diplomatic immunity on krakoa and he got caught doing some shit he shouldn't have been doing can't wait yep all right um i'm gonna bring in speaking of lawyers i'm gonna bring in breaking bad all bad things it's a breaking bad soul I don't know. He's probably in it, right? Like it's Breaking Bad. Better call him. Wait, they got to call Saul. All bad yeah, things. Bad. There's only one Breaking okay. Bad comic book. Yeah, so you'll find it. Just type Breaking Bad. All right, and then obviously episode three of Nightman. Very yes. excited. So join us next it? week for that. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I'm I'm kind of coming off that show though. I don't think it's as good as I, I think it's getting worse. Cause like they already, they're in episode three is from up to what I watched so far. And they are already like taking away the moon Knight powers, I think. Cause they put uh conchu and stone or whatever. So I think that means he loses his powers, right? I don't I need imagine that right so. now. We're only three episodes in. Don't be taking away powers. Like you've, so, you've shown moon Knight for like, like two minutes and, three episodes and now you're like oh yeah his powers are gone holy shit what's he gonna do now it's like well, he's gonna do the same thing he was doing when he wasn't using his powers it doesn't make sense to take the, the powers away he hasn't been using them but on the plus side we did get to see him fucking 
destroy a bunch of human beings. That was fun. With the horse yeah. joust guys. Yeah, that was cool. I enjoyed that part. But that's just it. I mean, they give you like a tiny, tiniest little sliver of what you want. And then they're like, oh, now watch um, watch some asshole like pretend to do a British accent and then do his regular accent to talk to one another. Not into that part. I'm kind of tired of the multiple personalities of it, honestly. Yeah, it's it's not as awesome as I wanted it to be. But it could be. Still the best. And that's the frustrating the part. Marvel show on Disney. Yeah, I suppose so. Cool. Yep. So that's the fake night talk. All right, join us next week. But in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie M. At these do the God. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at GiraffesHPTPod, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. Finally got into Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah, yeah. The actual this is like the first game I played that's actually like a full on, you know, new PS5 thing. So, you know, graphics are really good. It's like weird though, like the when you're talking to other characters, they just do like weird subtle things to communicate things non verbally. What do you mean? You remember that game? Um, what was that game that people made Horizon? a big deal of? The uh, no, 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 the from um, L.A. Noir, how people oh, are yeah. like, oh, yeah, you have to like look for those subtle signs that they're lying. So it's like doing that, but they actually can do that now because the technology's caught up with it. So it's like a lot of that thing. But it's uh, it's cool, though, I guess. Like, I'm kind of into it. I didn't finish the first game. I just like watched a video on YouTube to I just catch that up That one's not it. an exclusive PS5 one, though. It's on PS4 as well. Yeah, but I don't want to play it on PS4. Got a PS5 now. But no, that first game is exclusive on PS4, though. Yeah. The Zero Dawn. I didn't finish that one. I don't think I can go back to it. I don't want to attempt a third time. But yeah, it's fun. I mean, you have Gamefly now. Just get it. Yeah, I don't want to sit down with it again. It's like I already tried twice. Yeah. Yeah, but it was so much fun both times that you kept coming back to it. Yeah, but I I mean, I, I think I don't want to go back, though. I think I'm ready. I'm just going to keep going forward with it. Got a quitter's attitude. There are these, there are these um, characters that uh, came in that are like from uh, either the future or from like a really high class society, and they're wearing like these like like business suits, but with like gold and like like shimmery like rainbow shit on it. And it's like, who are these assholes? I like the. I'm into this. I want to see what these assholes are all about. So I'm excited to play more forward with it. Hmm. One guy at work is in love with that game. He and 
the one bartender both got in there always talking about really? how much fun they had it with it. Okay. Well, I'm having fun with it now. You got to pop it on like easy mode though, because the combat is too much of a pain in the ass when it's not on easy mode. It's all about like managing what you have and like gathering shit to like make to like kill robot dinosaurs in a way. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to learn about rationing in my video games. Yeah. Like easy mode kind of trivializes all that and just like, yeah, just, you know, whack away at um just shoot bright spot on the thing and then it will die. It's fun though. I like it. Nice. Yeah. So when this comes out, Friday at midnight, I will have already gotten my new tattoos. Getting some finger tats because I'm badass adjacent. Whoa. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you gonna get on your fingers? Like, what's it gonna spell? Oh, it's or not it a words? word. It's just comic book logos. Which ones? Like the X Men logo, uh, the Hawkeye logo. Moon Knight logo and Spawn. Okay. She get the Giraffes Have Black Tongues logo as well. I already got that on my forearm. Okay. They just, they you just, gotta get it on your did it forehead. poorly. Uh, yeah, they did. They fucked up. Yeah. Let's get it, get it on your face when you decide to do face tattoos. There we go. I'll just get the Moon Knight crescent on my forehead. Yeah, so I do look that. like his mask. Why don't you get the Venom logo? You should have got that logo. I'll get I'll get the Dylan Venom logo when they change that one up yeah. for new t-shirt designs. Yeah, get the new Punisher logo. Yeah, well. there we go. Now we're talking. The good the Punisher logo. You got to get that. The what? Nightman logo. Oh, d- does Nightman have a logo? I think so. I think it just says Nightman in like a font. Isn't I don't think he has a thing? symbol. Hold on. Unless maybe it's like the mask with the red eye. It might be. Let's see. Or a sax. Oh, dude. I'm going to design a Nightman logo right here, right now on the spot. It's the, ma- it's the mask that he wears with the red eye and a giant saxophone blaring in the background behind him. And the sounds from the saxophone are what are powering his suit cape to like blow in the wind. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Like the the air in the cape like lifts him up. The air from the sax that he blows. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> that does make more sense than the gravity belt. Yeah, Nightman doesn't have a good logo though, unfortunately. It just says Nightman. So you'll just have to get Johnny Domino or something. <laughs> Johnny Domino's shirtless jazz blowing uh performance from the House of Soul tattooed on my bicep. Yeah, just get like Johnny Domino's bicep or pack tattooed on you. That one would be people, too hard to people explain. People will get it. No, they would get it. Yeah, but his bicep would be on my bicep and it wouldn't do him any justice. That's true. You can try to fool the ladies though with it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I'll tattoo like the sleeveless part of his shirts and then his bicep muscles from there down. Yeah. Don't you want big boob Russian ladies coming into your apartment and I do want them to show up and just uh, getting like, sit on my spiders. couch or in my bed. Yeah. Pointing a gun at the Get- door waiting for me to bring champagne and then getting bitten by spiders. 
And then the girl who was trying to bang me shows up at the exact second that that lady's dead. She's like, oh, I didn't oh, know you yeah, were going to have right. company. It's <laughs> like, I don't have company. She's dead. Like, was that supposed to be like some witty, like zinger of a one liner there? Like, that was fucking <laughs> terrible. It's like, you have a huge pro. We have a huge problem here, Johnny. Like, this is what are you, what are you talking about? Can't be flippant about this. What are you going to tell the police? Are you going to murder me next? There's <laughs> a lot of questions. He doesn't even think that part through. No. She, and, that is awesome. And then the girl's like, well, I, I guess some relationships are just meant to be like momentary duos or something. Like, we'll just play together at that jazz. The at fuck the does house that mean? Soul, but <laughs> I can't fuck you now on the corpse of this dead lady. Yeah, that's right. That's a weird reaction from both of them about that whole situation they're like all right let's just go play jazz they're so nonchalant about it there's a fucking dead body right there what the fuck did johnny domino do i guess he has that neutrino gun she would have melted if that was that well i mean just do that to the body oh yeah yeah okay yeah smart like those breaking that's, bad barrels. okay that's why he's yeah. not worrying about like I guess what he's gonna sense. tell the police and shit yeah, it's all goo. Like, what are you? What, he has I don't di- know. Nah, fuck that. Diplomatic immunity. He doesn't need to worry. Yeah, that's not his problem. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I forgot about all that. That weird situation. So, that's such she's, a deep show. Like, she walks in <laughs> after she's dead. So she doesn't know, like, why this lady was there. And, like, Johnny is just, like, hovering over her body, like, checking for a pulse. And she's just like, oh, Johnny, what's going on in here? Like, you're not like, what did you fucking do? You monster. Nothing like that. It's just, hey, what happened here? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Very strange. This is still the best written show I've ever watched. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching another thing where um, there's there's this other movie I watched called Come True. It's a it's a good movie. It's just like confusing nonsense, like dream movie. It's it's great. But uh, there is one scene where the the main character who's like this this 18 year old girl uh, who looks like much like a 14 year old boy. It's very weird. Um, and you know, she's 18 because like they say it in the description and um, there's like this guy she's hanging out with and she tells the guy like, uh, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm 18. And then, uh, then they bang like immediately after. So like, you know that it's not creepy and weird. Yeah. It's okay. It's like, see, it's not totally not it. weird. She's, she said it immediately before they bang to remind us. But anyway, so they do that, but there's a scene where she's like, you know, confused and in like a fugue state or whatever. And she's in a, in a nightclub or something. And, uh, she like passes out and the guy who's like, he is like trying to just get her to safety, but like, he's just like in the club and just like carries her unconscious body, like out of the club, like past the doorman (laughs) and the doorman's just like, Hey, what are you doing? And then he's just like, keeps going. And the doorman's just like, Oh, all right. I guess he's gone. I guess he got out. I tried. Yeah. Dude, I love that I mean, doorman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't put forth more effort than just like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's all you got. That's all you really got to do. That was my best. That was my A effort. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of this show called Our Flag Means Death on HBO? No. You should pirate that one and start checking it out. It's about pirates, like Blackbeard. Okay. It's a fucking hilarious comedy. Like, it's a. Uh, Murray, the guy who played Murray on Flight of the Concords, their attorney, their manager guy, he's the star of it. And Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard. And uh, Nat Faxon from like a bunch of the Super Trooper Broken Lizard stuff, he's in it. Uh, 
really, really funny cast. Nick Kroll's in an episode. Uh, it's really awesome. I just finished lost it last me night. There. Lost me at Nick Kroll. He's only in one episode, so luckily it's not okay. a lot of him. He was in two episodes of Community, and I watched that show, so I guess I can tolerate one episode. This is a brief cameo. All right, good. 